Welcome to the Fitness Tech Podcast Show number nine, recorded December 28th, 2010. This is the podcast that covers the latest from the world of fitness and technology for the average guy, from treadmills to stairmasters, from GPSs to iPods, and all the latest advance, advancements in nutrition, which we're going to talk about tonight, and workouts. We cover it all from a tech angle. I am your host, Jim Collison, and today I am joined my, by, by my delightful co-host, Jamie Eichmeyer. Jamie, how are you? Great. How are you, Jim? How's it going, Carrie? Merry going Christmas. Yeah. Well, since Jamie gave away the uh, the guest, I'll uh, I'll let you know oh, we've got Carrie. It's okay. We got we have Carrie Adams with us. Carrie joined me uh, back on podcast six or seven, I want to say, and we talked about the clean diet. And Carrie's uh, um, opted to come out again tonight and give us some more information on the clean diet. So, Carrie, how are you? I'm wonderful. Thank it's you. Great. It's great to have you. Your microphone sounds great, and I appreciate you taking the time to join us on a Tuesday night as we broadcast live. Uh, a couple um, housekeeping announcements that I want to get out of the way. Of course, you can email the show if you want to send us uh, questions or comments um, at podcast at theaverageguy.tv. Um, and, I, you know, I shut down the Twitter account for this this week because I just I had trouble keeping up with both my own Twitter and the Twitter for the show. Um, and so you can follow the tweets uh, about what we're doing with the show just to Jay Collison. Just follow my Twitter and all the announcements about what we're doing um, with both the fitness tech and the home tech podcast. And guys, sneak peek, I have, a f- I have a financial tech podcast coming. You guys are the first to know. Really? So, yeah, yeah. Some more details on that later, but I, it's going to be really cool. We're going to talk about finances and tech uh, together. So that's coming. Okay. Um, so that gets the housekeeping out of the way. I think the main event tonight, um, uh, Carrie, we, you and I talked uh, out at your place a couple weekends ago, just got together. We, we did a podcast on, on the laptop and uh, we had kind of, uh, you had kind of an amazing response to that show um, in around the topic of the clean diet. Um, so Tell us a little bit about kind of what happened after that, uh, what you've done, what people have said, um, those kinds of things. Sure. Okay. So um, the clean eating portion of our conversation was maybe five minutes, and it really just gave an insight into what I do nutritionally to stay where I'm at. And uh, the responses on my blog, um, emails started coming in, lots of questions about, you know, what eating clean is, what it means how to get started, all those kinds of things. And going into the new year, I thought, you know, what a relevant time to be talking about how to um, to start down that journey. So uh, lots and lots going on with it. So my blog has been um, something I've been posting a lot, a lot, a lot of information to in the last couple of weeks since we talked with recipes and all kinds of great, great stuff. So, so let's get some of those details out of the way because I'm, I'm sure folks, not everybody got a chance to listen to that podcast, but... Um, so your blog, your personal blog, carryA81.blogspot.com. So folks want to go out there and, and take a peek at that. That's called Leaving a Path. And you kind of, that's, that's where your thoughts go, right? And, and although I've noticed out there this, over the last couple of weeks, a lot of discussion around the clean diet and, and what we were going to talk about tonight out there as well, right? Yes, um, absolutely. So that's your personal blog. You, the, the Mud Mafia, the, the team, the running, the fitness team that you started that we talked about on that show as well is the Mud Mafia, all one word, dot blogspot.com as well. And I know there's some good stuff out there and that group continues to grow. Um, and, and, and hopefully we picked up a few from that, from the podcast that we did. Um, we did. We did. We got yeah. five new runners off of that. Yeah, so that's great. Very that, exciting. Yeah, That's great. It was, it was a good time. And, and so, so those are really the two main sites. If you want to go out, I'm going to, while you're talking a little bit about this, I'm going to copy and paste those into chat. Um, right. if you are listening to the recorded version of this, we went live this week. Um, and recorded this live. We'll try and do this from time to time, and we'll announce that out uh, through my Twitter account. Um, but you can also, we, we, you and I have been announcing this on the Mud Mafia site, on Facebook, and some of those things. So all kinds of ways to keep up with this. So this kind of blew up, Carrie. I mean, it blew up for you. And and what what have you kind of what have you seen in the last couple of weeks as people? What kind of questions they've been asking you? And maybe you can start back at the beginning and give us a little overview of what this is all about. Sure. Okay, so first of all, it's inspiring for me <clears throat> to have so many people interested in pursuing this um, and even just dipping their toes in and, and trying to live a healthier life. Um, essentially, clean eating um, starts with really whole, nutritious foods. 
Um, it's nothing processed, so nothing that's man-made. And using those um, whole foods to um, to cook and prepare meals that that aren't processed, um, that are very clean, that are very healthy and nutritious. And uh, by doing that, there's a lot of benefits. Obviously, if, if you're in a position where you want to lose some weight, um, this is a great way to do that. Um, additionally, it's, it's a way to get really lean. Um, it's also a way to just live a much healthier existence. Um, for me, it, it helps my my hair and my skin and, and, you know, my eyes are wider and brighter and, and I have a lot more energy. Uh, so it's really about, uh, creating a healthier life for yourself through really, um, uh, really well-maintained nutrition. So on top of using those whole foods and preparing them a certain way, the next part of that is really pairing the foods together appropriately. So you're eating several times a day, five or six times a day, and you're partnering a complex carbohydrate like a broccoli or a cauliflower or a green bean or something like that with a protein at every meal. And then you're also incorporating three or four starchy carbs throughout the day. And then uh, one or two healthy fats throughout the day too. And um, so you want to keep those kinds of things in mind. So it's not just about the, the ingredients. It's also about portion size. So as you're eating these smaller meals throughout the day, you want to make sure your protein is about the size of the palm of your hand. Um, your complex carbs are maybe, you know, two hand and that your um, your starchy carbs are are more like one, and if you're you're going with the the fats, if it's in nuts, you know, very small handful of nuts, a couple tablespoons of of natural butters and things like that. Carrie, is you, so you talked a little bit about um, uh, pairing foods together, and, and mm-hmm. how important is that? I mean, so it, it, can I get it wrong from a from a pairing standpoint? Can I, if I add two together that I shouldn't? I mean, is that going to mess things up, or is it just some general guidelines? There are general guidelines. I mean, obviously, that's if, if you're doing it right, you're going to be optimizing what the food and nutrition is going to do for your body. And if you have weight loss goals and things like that, um, certainly that um, that's something that you want to be a little bit more cognizant of as you're utilizing the program. But really, it's about um, getting those processed foods out of your diet. If, if something says enriched or... Um, you know, bleached, those are not things that you want to be including in your diet. Um, there's so many alternatives to making nutritious, healthy, delicious food um, that doesn't come from someone else preparing it for you. So, you know, some of the things that I've I've mentioned to folks to kind of get them started is to stay on the perimeter of the supermarket. You've probably heard this before. Um, you don't want to venture too far in where those processed things are. You want to stay to the perimeter. That's where you're going to find your fresh fruits and veggies. That's where you're going to find your lean meats um, and things like that. So um, protein certainly doesn't have to just come from a meat source. You have beans, you have Greek yogurts, you have, um, milk, you have, um, cheeses and things like that. So there's a lot of alternatives to, to, to keep it a variable diet, um, that's still filled with all the things that you need to keep it going. Uh, Carrie, I'm going to throw this out to you, but Jamie, I want you to chime in on this. So if I'm a, if I'm training, if I'm doing some really hardcore training, Mm-hmm. Um, from and and maybe you know maybe need some extra po- protein in my diet to rebuild some of those muscles. Is mm-hmm. this something that um, that I can kind of um, flex to add more as needed? Um, do I have to stay pretty strict to the regimen? Do I need to count calories? I mean, what, oh, great questions, of- great questions. I'll um, I'll field the the calorie question first. Um, yeah. The whole food eating. I don't count calories. Um, certainly, if you're trying to lose weight, you can, but calories aren't really important when you're eating this, the foods that you are. And when you're keeping your portion sizes appropriate and you're following it as you should, um, then the caloric piece will kind of come along with it as as it should. Um, when you think about working out, and Jamie, you can definitely speak to this as well, um, you want to be protecting your muscles when you work out so that what you're burning isn't muscle, um, that it's sugar and fat. So before you work out, you want to have um, some protein and, and some carbohydrates for energy. And then after you work out, again, you want to you want to pad that workout with some protein so that um, you're, you're keeping that muscle um, your priority and you're protecting that as you work out. And, and Jamie, you might have some additional insight on that component as well. Yeah, that is correct, Carrie. Um, you want to have like the... Um, complex carbohydrate and the protein mix within 30 minutes after working out. That way it fuels your muscles and um, fuels your metabolism as well. Whereas if you wait outside of that window, then you're losing the uh, most bang for your buck. And then your muscles start feeding on themselves. So within half an hour is the best. And um, this is the perfect combination that your body needs to fuel your muscles 
And um, you want to make sure when you eat your meals, that's always carbohydrate complex with the protein. So, Carrie, do I want to then, with you know, kind of echoing what Jamie just said, do I want to time my eating with my workout to make sure that I'm stacking my proteins at the end of it to take advantage of sure. that? Is that? Well, here's what I'll tell you. Um, I eat every two and a half to three hours. If you're following that, um, then you should be, regardless of when you're working out, you should be kind of covering your bases. Um, however, I defer to the nutrition before the workout. So the food comes first. Oh, thank you. My, my three-year-old has joined us. Oh, that's fabulous. She's, she's also a um, recipient of some eating clean within my household. So you know. Let's She'd be not, considered an expert. <laughs> let's not forget that because, um, uh, and, and while we have her here, I mean, the, we kind of think about these diets for, for uh, adults, but I mean, your kids eat the same way, I, I assume, right? You're, you're feeding. They do. They do. Um, very similarly. Um, for certain meals, you know, they, they don't do the five or six meals a day, um, but the meals that I cook for them are very kid-friendly. Um, I do a lot of pureed vegetables in their food and we could spend a whole day just talking about how I cook family friendly meals for them um, when I'm cooking something alternative to that especially when I'm in training mode um, I get a little bit more strict around that diet and so sometimes I do cook myself a little bit differently than I do for them um, but the, one of the myths about eating clean is that you're just taking a piece of meat and you're having a, a scoop of broccoli and, and maybe half a sweet potato and, and that's all that you're able to have. But really you can, you can prepare a lot of meals um, and meals that are um, very hearty and very flavorful and, and very kid-friendly that are still very clean. So you can have the best of all of those things. And, and when you're eating clean, you actually can eat a lot of food. And that's the thing, you know, people think about, especially when they have weight loss goals, that they need to starve themselves or they need to limit calories. Um, when you're pairing your foods appropriately and you're eating things like, you know, a, a cup of broccoli is, is 20 calories. You know, a cup of green beans is, is, is about 25. Um, that's a lot of food. You know, I had a stir fry tonight that had uh, mushrooms and tomatoes and green beans, broccoli, some turkey, and then a little bit of brown rice. And, and it was a lot of food for about 220 calories. Wow. So you really can have and enjoy and savor your food um, and not feel like you're limiting yourself in the process. Yeah. Hey, Jamie, from a nutrition, go ahead. Go ahead, Jamie. Yeah, that is absolutely correct, Carrie. And you get a lot of fiber that way. And that two cups of broccoli or that one cup of broccoli for 20 calories, that's already two servings of vegetables, which is awesome. And mm -hmm. you're filling yourself up. So this is like the best way to eat possible. I mean, you're getting all your um, major food groups in, your fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, complex carbs, and getting your fiber in. So this is like perfect. And you know, a great thing about it, you know, I, I talk to so many women, especially women that are trying to lose weight, that they're hungry all the time. And this diet, just with the frequency of, of eating, when you're eating every two and a half to three hours, you never feel hungry. And with the amount of food that you're able to eat, there's not a lot of opportunity for you to ever feel deprived. So those moments where... And I've done this in the past where you kind of freak out and you want to go eat, you know, something that's processed in your pantry because you've got to have chips or you've got to have something sweet. Those cravings don't come because your body's being fed exactly what it needs um, from it's like you're, you're treating it like a machine and, and it's being given exactly what it needs to function at its, its maximum capacity. So those types of things go away. You know, the first the first few days. Um, the first week or so, as your body literally detoxes off of the processed food, yes, you have moments where you have cravings. I walked into a Panera one day and I literally thought I was going to go insane because it was like, oh my gosh, delicious. Yes. Um, you know, deliciousness everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. Yes. But now, you know, even over Christmas, I I had a, a huge plate of desserts in front of me, um, and and didn't have the urge to eat any of them. Um, and even just from a, a taste standpoint, because I've worked a lot of that out of my system. And so you really become um, conditioned to eat the way that we're intended to. And that processed, that urge to eat those processed things really does go away. That's awesome. Yeah. Carrie, talk a little bit how you kind of got started on this, because I think that a lot of people struggle getting, getting going on something. It's it's intimidating. Oh, I've got to completely change the way I stock my pantry or whatever. I mean, is it a journey that you can kind of take in a couple steps? And from your experience, if I were to take some baby steps in this and replace some things, what, how would I do that? Or how, how did it work best for you? 
Yeah, sure. what did you learn from it? Sure. Yeah, I have a great friend. Um, her name's Brooke Heck, and she has been eating clean for about a year and a half. And I, I just contacted her and I said, hey, I need to get started, but I, I need help. I need resources. I need, you know, something. So she introduced me to the Eating Clean book by Toscarino. Um, and that really got me started down the path. Now, there's some basic, and I talk a lot, a lot, a lot about this on my blog. So certainly use my blog as, as a, a frame of reference for additional detail. But there's big things that you can do to get yourself started. The first thing, drink lots of water. Mm. We're talking two to three liters a day. I drink a liter of water with my breakfast. I get a third of my nutrition with my breakfast every day. Um, and that's really, that's probably my biggest meal of my, you know, five or six meals is that breakfast. So, you know, eat within an hour of rising. So many people I know skip breakfast. Worst thing that you can possibly do for I don't yourself. know how you do that. I am just starving when I wake up. And you should be, and you should yeah. you should feed that. You know, I have oatmeal and flaxseed and um, organic berries, and then I have some form of protein, whether it's you know two or three egg whites or um, whey protein in a shake if I want to um, have a little bit of something sweet. But you really want to um, drink that water, eat within an hour of rising, have f- small five or six small meals a day, and really focus on having that complex carbohydrate with a protein at every meal and a lean protein. So when you're thinking about protein, you can have red meat, absolutely. Um, but we're thinking about things like cold water fish, beans, yogurts, um, lean lean cuts of meat like um, turkey and bison and um, chicken and things like that. And you can incorporate that in a variety of ways in your cooking. But those are the things that you want to stay focused on when you get started. Um, as you get more comfortable with that. I kept it very simple. Then you start to venture out a little bit more and do a little bit more cooking. I do a lot of stir fries. I'm a creature of habit, so I really like to have a lot of the same types of things. Um, But using tools to help you to keep your your numbers in balance, and I talked about this the last time, fitday.com is a great resource to help you not only track the foods that you're eating, but what that equals out in how many carbohydrates and fats and proteins are, are making up your diet for that day, that week, that month, because it does track your progress. So make sure that you've got those kinds of tools to help you understand you know, where you're at and what you're eating. And that so, fit that, I'm sorry, let me interrupt real quick. That sure. fit day is free, right? You don't, you it don't is. pay for that, right? It's absolutely free. You can search for foods on there. You can enter custom foods. So if there th- there's things that you want to enter that are, um, that are custom to, to what you're having that day, you can enter in the nutrition information there and it'll, it'll keep track of that. Um, you know, last night I made, um, ground turkey and black bean tacos. And so I was able to enter that information in and and by using substituting things, simple things like a corn tortilla instead of a flour tortilla, less processed, fewer calories. um, That's a great substitution right there. So start substituting things in your normal foods if you don't want to take that leap. Um, And I talk about this in my blog, um, substituting things like I I use cauliflower in place of of mashed potatoes. So I steam steam um, cauliflower. Um, I, I use um, skim milk and a little bit of butter and some sea salt and I beat it. It gets really creamy. My kids don't know the difference and served warm. It's absolutely delicious. And again, we're talking about minimal calories, 10 calories for half a cup of something like that. And you put that with say a piece of turkey um, and, and you can even make your own gravy with with um, some really nice organic stocks and things like that. And you can have a traditional meal that's that's created and, and cooked and prepared in a clean process. So you know, the first thing I tell people is overcome those, those myths in your head that you think, oh, you know, another big one is that it's going to be very expensive. Oh, you're eating five or six times a day and you're supposed to eat meat with every meal. How am I supposed to do that? Well, as I mentioned, we're not eating meat every time. You don't have to get your proteins simply from those, um, those forms. They can come from a lot of different things. And, and there's a lot of tips. And I actually posted a blog, um, a blog post today about how to keep it clean on a budget. And, and how to do those things. And, you know, it does take a little bit of time. You, you can do things like shop in bulk and you can get things like beans and whole grains and things like that in bulk. Yes, honey, go ahead. Um, hey, that's, clothes- that's tech. So that's allowed, right? During I know we, a wee fit. We have a wee fit. That she, nice. she loves it. Um, buying produce that's in season. I will. If you guys want to um, chat for a second about some of the stuff while I set something up. For yeah, her, that's I'll fine. Be right back. Yeah, no, th- okay. no, no problem. So, 
so Jamie, um, from from your perspective, how close are you to the clean diet? I mean, I, it sounds like to me you guys do a lot of those same things, maybe just modified a little bit. Right. I try to do all that myself. Um, sometimes I eat too many sweets here and there. Yeah, but... we, we've talked about that. And, <laughs> and this is the first time of the year, right? And in fact, for Christmas, yes. I got you a big chocolate bar. Cause you I... did. I'm <laughs> like, oh, I've been doing good, but, but I'll have it in moderation. Yeah. And I still have a little bit left. I still have a serving left. Oh, that's good. And it was dark chocolate. I mean, and, and so there's some good, <laughs> yeah, there's some, there's some good principles to that. But what kind of, after hearing what, what Carrie's talking about, what what would you have from a from a trainer standpoint? What what would you have to add to that? Um, I think what Carrie says is right on. The clean diet is true, and it's not one of those diets that limits foods or you know prevents you from um, uh, doing what you want to do. You could still eat everything, and it's all healthy and organic and it doesn't have to be organic, but it's not processed, which is the main point. And it's, I mean, it's just what it says. It's clean and it's very healthy and good for you. And I, um, that will help you with your runs and with your workouts. You're going to have more energy. You'll sleep better. Um, you'll be able to do more sprinting and more intense workouts. It's, it's, it's very true. And I like, I like this clean diet. I'm back. Hi, I think one of the things, too, that, that people find as they start down this path is just how good they feel. And right. it's almost like lifting a fog because when you're eating all this processed food and, and even when you think about the comment you made about organic, not everything has to be organic, but there are some foods that are very, um, very highly associated with pesticides. And you're consuming those things into your body every day and it, it, it takes a toll. So by removing those things and keeping more with, with clean, simple foods, you're, you're really giving your body a chance to perform the way that it's supposed to. Um, and if you are an athlete, or even if you're just somebody that, and we talked about this last time, 80% of the battle is nutrition. So even if you're working out, you know, five hours a day, you can't begin to hope to meet your fitness goals if you don't have your nutrition in line. Right. Does this mean that you can't ever have sweets? No, absolutely not. Um, you, you can do those kinds of things in moderation, but I think what you'll find, and, and this is something that, that my friend Brooke, who I mentioned earlier and I have talked about, when you do deviate from that path, once you've been on it, your body rejects that. You don't feel good. I get headaches. I get stomach aches. Um, it's not something that, that your body wants anymore. So you do have those residual side effects and you start to figure out, you know, gosh, it's, it's not worth it to have to have this food this way. And you can make some of your favorite sweets and treats and even some of your favorite, um, you know, cooked meals, um, just in a clean way. So you're not, you're not losing out. You're not depriving yourself. You're not counting points. You're not counting calories. You're just eating in a way that's, that's really beneficial for your body. One of the things I find the hardest is just keeping enough fresh fruits around, Fru fruits and vegetables, right? I mean, mm -hmm. because that stuff will spoil in time. How do you practically keep you know, you talk a lot about broccoli, and I know that'll keep uh -huh. up to a week or so. But I mean, yep. practically, and Jamie, maybe you can pipe in on this too. How do you keep that stuff around and keep it fresh? And do you have to make more trips to the store than you would normally make um, because it's um, it's so hard to keep that stuff around and keep it fresh? Well, there's a lot of ways um, to work around that. And I talk about that again on that blog post I have today. Um, one of those is, is to buy your fruits and vegetables frozen. My freezer is so full of food, it's ridiculous. So frozen, um, frozen veggies are okay, right? I mean, yeah, I or even Or even fresh yeah. veggies that you freeze. I'll even, I'll, I'll um, get some lemon zest or get fresh ginger and peel it and put it in the freezer. Um, I'll get fresh herbs and wash them and dry them out and put them in the freezer and then use them as I need to. And again, like if you're finding stuff on sale, it's a good chance to buy those things in bulk and then utilize them, you know, down the road because you're saving them that way. Um, buying things even in a can um, isn't that bad. I mean, I know there's a lot of people in that world that say, no, 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 fresh, fresh, fresh. But you can sustain, especially on a budget, a, a very clean lifestyle by buying um, especially some of those organic things. And, and I have a list of, of the, the dirty dozen, which are the, the 12 that you really want to be buying organic, if at all possible. Um, if you're buying those things and you're not buying fruit, for example, in syrup, that you're buying it um, and it's water. just beans or just, yeah, and it's just in water, you can do a lot of that with cans. Um, so there's, there's ways to do it so that you're not only staying on the path, 
but you're saving yourself some money um, and you're able to keep those things around for as, as long as you need to because you, you can't always go to the store every day. Um, so these are these are ways to kind of make it easier on you and also make it easier on your wallet. Yeah, yeah actually, um, frozen vegetables. I even buy a lot of frozen fruits like frozen berries, raspberries, blueberries, cherries, mm-hmm. and mangoes because um, they'll stay fresher that way and, well, because they're frozen, but... Um, they actually have more nutrients in because as you buy fresh fruits and you let them set out, they lose nutrients over time. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you get more bang for your buck with frozen because they'll have more nutrients. And um, with frozen foods, once they pick them from the field, they have 30 minutes to get them cleaned and into the freezer. So they are floated with nutrients. So mm-hmm. I don't steer clear from buying frozen. I think it's absolutely fine. Mm. And my my freezer and my pantry are are two staples of where I get foods. Um, even when I'm making recipes, uh, I made um, these potatoes or sweet potato oat bars um, last week. And rather than use the recipe called for five sweet potatoes, I used um, organic sweet potato puree that I bought at the store. Um, so rather That's than awesome. have to buy you know five that way, I use the puree version. Or you can you know you can start to find ways of getting around. Um, and, and finding, you know, things that work better for you. But certainly, that's a nice way to keep those things around and keep them easy for you to access and, and not, not lose out on all the benefits. Yeah. Jamie, any, any other tips that you might have that, that um, of things that you do that, that help with that? Because fresh, keeping fresh stuff around is just really hard. Oh, it's super tough. And for those of you have, who have babies at home, I make a lot of my own baby food. Um, I'll buy, like, the fresh or the frozen um, vegetables or fruits, and then if they're fresh, I'll like puree them and then freeze them, or if they're already frozen, buy them in chunks and then blend them up myself and then um, freeze them um, pureed like that too. So that's another option for those who have babies at home. Yeah, well, it's, so it really does sound like your freezer can be your friend. Oh, in, ours is so full. <laughs> in this. Um, I, and I guess I'll be honest with you, when I when I think of eating clean or eating this way, I, I get hung up on that. Uh, the, the, I got to have fresh, you know, vegetables or I got to make a salad. I mean, yeah. how, 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 how many times have, have we heard, I'm going to go on a diet, so I'm going to eat a salad. Jim, I will tell you, this is Carrie. I, I don't like salads. I don't. I don't like traditional salads. I never have. Um, that was one of the things when I started on this path I had to square with. I had to really say, what do I like? What can I handle? Because eating clean is not a diet. It's a lifestyle. 100% it's a lifestyle. It's something that you're changing your life and you're not saying, okay, I can do this for six months. I just got to get six months. Yeah. You're I changing a lifestyle. I jeans, right? If I could just get yeah. these jeans, yeah. And, and you know, the, the benefits, you continue to see them as you go down that path. But I had to tell myself, you know, I'm not going to lose, you know, lose weight if that's what I want to do by eating salads because I don't like them. I like greens. I love lettuce. I love, I love different greens and I incorporate them in my cooking, but in really non-traditional ways. You know, I like today, um, I didn't have any more corn tortillas. So I basically had what I had left over from my tacos, but I had it in, in a big bed of greens and I had the, the warm Turkey and I put salsa over the top and had the black beans and it was great. And I added a little bit of corn. Um, but those are things that, that work for me, um, that still fit within the parameters of, of what, what eating clean means, but it doesn't have to be this. Like I have friends that, Oh my gosh, do I have to eat raw or is it vegan? Or is it, you know, I started this path gluten-free. Um, I've since incorporated gluten back in certain in certain forms, um, particularly in things like Ezekiel breads and, and hearty grains like that. Um, but that's how I got started, to get off of some of those, those processed foods. So there's a lot of varieties of doing it. You really got to make it something that will work for you long term. And you've got to be real honest with what you're, what you're capable of and what you're not, because it, it is something that, that you can really... Um, fine tune and and make work for you and work for your family. What um, you mentioned in that blog post for Monday uh, for the turkey black bean soft tacos, mm-hmm. uh, you you mentioned this uh, this clean eating magazine. What kind of resources are available out there? What kind of resources are you using to help you do this? Certainly, you can't do it on your own. No, you can't. Um, you know, and and I think with anything fitness goals that you have, you've got to have a network. You know, I've got trainers, I've got running partners, I've got, you know, for all those things in your life, you need a network of people that help you get there. It's the same thing with eating clean. 
So two of the sites that I absolutely live and die by are eatcleandiet.com. And my only pet peeve with that website is that it has the word diet in it. Mm. Um, it's Tosca Reno's site. I love it. She's putting fantastic information out there. There's great recipes. Um, conceptually, it, it's a great introduction and ongoing resource for people that are eating clean. The second one is Eat Clean Magazine. It's absolutely wonderful. It's online. It's also in print. Um, I actually picked up the latest um, issue today when I was at the store. Um, but a lot of what's on the website or on in the magazine is, is also on the website. And it's kind of neat. One of the features they have this week is seven meals for less than $65. And they walk you through what, what all of those meals are, what the ingredients are, so you know exactly what to shop for for each week. And it's telling you what all those things are, are costing sort of at a, you know, um, at a median because obviously they're, they're going across the country with this periodical, but, um, there's so many things in here that help you not only with recipes, but supports, um, superfoods, different vitamins, um, just places to, to go that help you to stay in this lifestyle. You know, Omaha has a lot of good places where you can eat. And I know that that's starting to, to crop up more and more, but these resources help make it work. And a lot of these, too, even have, you know, exercises and workout stuff that you can incorporate, too. So it's not just about the nutrition. It's about all of those things together. But those are two that I visit all the time. And one of the blog posts that I put out there the other day was one that has about 10 resources for eating clean. Um, I put a couple on there that are more family friendly. One of them is actually the Sneaky Chef, uh, which is where I... I started that a few years back with my kids where I hide vegetables and their foods and, and really kid-friendly stuff. But I also do a lot of their things clean as well, um, even when I'm just cooking those things for them. Um, but those are great resources to utilize as you're going and, and to really start to to build out your network of, of how you're going to do this, have a plan for how you're going to start your, your new year this way, if that's what you want to do or how you want to stay in the path. If you know, you, you want some new recipes or you want to spice things up. These are great places to find information about that. Yeah. So there's some, there's some things, there's some help out there for you. You don't have to, you don't have to go this alone or make this stuff up, right? Absolutely. And you know, my blog's a great place too. I'm constantly talking about, um, not just recipes and, and tips and things like that, but even just what, what inspires me, how I stay motivated. Um, I talked about, you know, coming into the holiday season, my goodness, how do you keep yourself, you're being inundated by, um, unhealthy foods and sweet drinks and all of these things because holidays are a time of food and family and all of that. Um, I stayed on the path very well this holiday. Um, I, for a couple meals, I literally did bring some of my own food because I knew there wasn't going to be options for me. And my family's very, very loving and accepting of that. So it wasn't a problem. Nobody was offended that I didn't eat, um, I didn't eat the food. I even made mashed potatoes and green bean casserole for one of the meals um, and didn't eat any of it. But you can do those kinds of things and um, and really keep yourself on that path. And, and this blog, I think, helps to do that. And it's coming from a real person. I'm a real person that right. lives this way. And, and I live this way every day. And um, it, it's definitely something that even when you're used to it, you need some resources to help you stay there. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think this will be the last time we talk about this. So I, I'm sure this will come, This you know, this will be a topic that we come back to uh, time and time again as as we talk about the journey uh, in this, because that's what it is, right? I mean, it's really a journey in what you're doing. We're all preparing for some for the spring. I think at this point, you know, yeah. we're, we're in the throes of winters of winter, although it feels like multiple winters. Um, yeah. And we've all got events coming up in the spring. Um, Jamie, let me ask you: How did Christmas go? You know, the Christmas holidays were through those. Oh, we have New Year coming up, right? It's bowl, bowl games coming. But how, how did you do during Christmas? And how, how's your exercise uh, coming along? Knowing all these family things that are going on. Well, we were all sick with the flu, so we didn't go anywhere. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. I slept for 14 hours one night. We were wow. so full, so. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was good. So you guys just kind of hunkered down, right? You're in survival right? mode. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie, what kind of things, so what, during the holidays, what kind, of, what kind of things have you done to just kind of get out and exercise a little bit um, during this? Yeah, I did. I did a new workout new, uh, Christmas Eve. I went to a local gym, um, Black Clover Fitness, which is right by my house. And my neighbor's been going there and raving about it. And I went and did some really cool stuff there. I used TRX bands. I'd never used those before. Those that was really cool. cool. They had a power plate, which was this crazy thing that you stand on and it vibrates and you do squats. And it, it makes your whole core engaged to just keep yourself from being tossed off of the thing. But it was a really fantastic workout. 
you know, my, my neighbor came and her out of town family came. I mean, talk about being committed to your workout routine when, when, even when you're traveling, you're, you're hitting the gym, um, went on some long runs at my gym. We've got a great indoor track. Um, with people being off of work, uh, it was a great time to get some friends together and, and go do some of that. I, I stayed really committed to my working out. I didn't work out Christmas because the gym was closed and let's face it, it was Christmas. So I, <laughs> I took that day off, but the day before the day after, you know, you get right back at it because it, it has to be a routine and it's yeah. easy to fall off of, um, the workout, um, mentality when, when yeah. these things come along and there's excuses and reasons to not, but you know, it, it really makes the difference when you're, when you're saying, no, I'm going to commit to this and I'm going to do it. And and even if you did go crazy and have a, a big meal or you really fell off the wagon, hitting the gym again is a great reminder as to why you don't want to do that all the time. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, Jamie, you'd be proud. So I took Christmas off as well, but Sunday got in the fitness center. I drove and jumped in the fitness center oh, and nice. laid down a half marathon. So I called it my I saw that half on. Merry Christmas. I thought that was kind of <laughs> cute. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, it was great to, uh, it's one of those things where I took a couple days off and it was, it was a great feeling to know my fitness level was strong enough that I could lay down a half marathon. And I ran at maybe uh, 153, which isn't, isn't too bad. Uh, for a big guy like me, and uh, in fact, that was the, the my very first half marathon. That was the time, um, but it it was a great opportunity. And then I I was able to lay down six uh, yesterday, and nice I did work. I did four today. So wow. been trying to do some endurance this week, and and you know stay with it uh, yes. during the holidays, and uh, it's been good to to just keep with it. Now the surprising thing was, guys, is that. I went to the fitness center at 4 o'clock, no, it was like 2 o'clock on Sunday, really expecting to do a two-hour run alone, and there were people <laughs> there Yay, working out. Yeah. So well, uh, There was a lot of people at my gym Christmas Eve. I was really impressed. I was impressed with how many people were there. Um, it, even the day after, the gym was packed. Yeah. So seeing all of that and, and really acknowledging that, that people care a lot of their fitness and are staying committed to it was really inspiring for me. And there was people with Santa hats on at the gym and uh, things like that. So, and I I can't imagine that helps with aerodynamics, but it certainly helped um, with the, the motivation factor. It was really kind of cute, but you know, two things I wanted to just mention too. You can say hi, say hi. Hi. That's Katie. That's the three-year-old. She's doing a good job. She is. She's, she's hanging in there. Um, Two things I wanted to mention uh, about the blog um, before before we get out of here tonight. Um, 2011, um, I'll, I'll be focusing a lot on the eat clean components, the training components, and I'm bringing together a network of people to really look at the holistic person and say, you know, to, to have the best you and the best year, um, what, what do we need to do that? And like I said in, in the beginning, I'm just a normal person. I, I live this way, but I have a great network of people um, that help teach me every day and are my resources, my go-to. So they're going to now be my readers' resources as well. So I have... Um, trainers. I have nutritionists. I have a, a stylist that's um, amazing and, and she's also a makeup artist. I have a, a nurse practitioner friend that that works at a spa and does all kinds of great things around skin. Um, I have uh, a, a friend that's a doctor that's going to talk about some women's health things and things that you want to stay focused on in the new year just to make sure that you're you're the best version of yourself. And certainly nutrition is a big part of that. So we'll be talking a lot about eating clean. We'll be talking about you know fitness success stories and people that have made it so that we can continue to talk about how to how to start down that path, how to stay on it, and, and those that, that have gone before you. And so that's a big uh, a big part of what 2011 is going to be about. So certainly stay, keep your eyes on the blog. Um, a lot of, of great, great stuff is going to be coming out of there. So um, certainly stay focused on that. And um, again, that's carryea81.blogspot.com. Um, we've, we've got, you're going to be all over our blog as we talk about this and have you on, on future podcasts as well. So, and, and I owe you a post, you'd ask me to write a little bit about yeah. my story. So I'll be, yes. I'll be posting out there looking forward to that. So, and you know, there's a lot of ways to, to stay engaged in this journey and for people that want to get started the next few days, I'm going to be talking a lot about how to jumpstart, um, how to start down that Good. path, even how to, how to start new year's Eve. I'm, I'm going to a party and I'm, I'm taking an appetizer and a dessert. Both of them are clean. Nobody that's there knows yet that it's clean. And I don't, I don't plan on telling <laughs> You're not, them. It's going to keep it a secret, out. huh? 
They won't know. I may, and I'm going to put those recipes up on my blog. One of them is is almond butter and dark chocolate cookies, and the other one is is a flatbread um, pizzette, which is like a pizza. It's kind of like a fancy pizza, um, and also some cocktails. So some ways to to stay as clean as possible um, as you're toasting into the new year. So keep your eyes posted on that. There'll be a lot of those things coming. Um, a lot of recipes. I get so many questions about that, and I cook a lot, and so. There's some great things that'll be coming on that front, and and just ways for people to start, and and uh, and sort of keep up with with what that looks and, Very and feels. Cool. And all that. That's Very awesome. cool. Well, thanks, Carrie. Thanks for sharing that all that with us. I, I think that'll be a great resource for folks to follow um, as they maybe start their own uh, New Year's resolutions going forward. Jamie, uh, what what kind of goals do you have set for 2011 uh, going forward? Well, I think I am going to be following Carrie's blog spot. <laughs> And getting uh, new recipes for the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just looking at that black bean, you know, soft taco, and I'm like, wow, that sounds really good. That sounds awesome. It, it is. It's amazing. It, things like that, you know, sea salt and pepper and, and fresh ingredients and seasoning things. And it's, uh, it, it was there. And for two, I mean, you get for two of those tacos, it was like 276 calories. Wow, and and they're they're pretty big taco. I mean, I couldn't even eat all of the second one. That's so awesome. I mean, you're like I said, you're getting so much food, and it's it's not this scary, intimidating, impossible um, style that you can easily incorporate for not only yourself but for your family and still enjoy food because I I like to eat, <laughs> I really do. I like to eat a lot, and and. I couldn't be on a diet for a long term if it wasn't something like this where I knew I was going to enjoy it and I was going to be able to eat things that I like. And I yeah. mentioned this in the last one, you know, before I went gluten-free, I said, can I have wine, chocolate, and ketchup? And I actually make my own ketchup now. It's a very wow. clean version really? of ketchup. Yeah. And there, I'll, I'll put that recipe because I've had a couple people ask me about that so too. I'm sort of what do you think about ketchup. organic ketchup then? It's great. You know, I, I do like that. I think um, for me, it's it's become this like, oh, I'm making my own ketchup now. Kind of, a, you know, like this pride of, of, you know, where I'm where I'm starting to take it. But yeah, I do a lot of that. I, I do a lot of organic salsas and, and things like that, too. Um, just to add some additional, th- you know, 10, 10 calories for a tablespoon of salsa. It doesn't get any better than that. So awesome. um those kinds of things are, are easy ways to get started. Find foods that you like and find healthier versions of them if they're not healthy. Um, or do a little bit of research. You can make some of your own breads for, for really cheap. Um, and you can also do a lot of this stuff at home and cook a lot of stuff from scratch. You know, you look back um, generations ago, and even though they used cream and butter and, and, and all of those things, you didn't see the obesity because they were making a lot of their food from scratch and they were using whole ingredients um, and their portion sizes were significantly smaller than what we're seeing today. Um, so those are things that we're learning and, and we need to be mindful of and we need to be mindful of for our children so that they're, they're living the healthiest life too by a byproduct of what we're providing for them. Yeah, that's for Epigenetic sure. Epigenetic future. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, my kids, they, you know, they don't know and they don't know any different. Um, and, and it's, it's great that they're growing up that way. They're, they're both very cognizant of when they want a snack, you know, generally they're reaching for something like a fruit or a vegetable because they just don't know any different and they love it. And I'm cultivating a love of, of good food and cooking and, you know, not, not taking the lazy way out. You know, you can certainly go get cheap, you know, you can get a $5 pizza at Little Caesars. Um, a lot of the meals that I'm going to cook, you know, and, and like I said, there's, there's, cheaper ways of doing it um, in, a, in a clean environment. And, and the newest issue of eating clean or clean eating has some of those in there. So, so check that out. Um, but yeah, $5 pizza, that's hard to compete with. It, it is tough. <laughs> it is tough. I came home today and Sarah's actually modified the way she makes her Alfredo. And so we don't, she doesn't use the traditional, you know, we'd buy the jarred Alfredo and, and, and it's a, it's a much healthier, um, and I, I couldn't even tell you what it is, but it's a lot more healthier than it was. So noodles and this kind of Alfredo mix with, with diced chicken and all kinds of yummy, um, other ingredients that are in there. And, and so a lot healthier than it's been in the past. And then I, I sliced an apple and some peanut butter and that was dinner. Yes, and, that's perfect. Awesome. Yeah, perfect. that's it. And and a little wine. I have to admit, I had some wine with it. It was that's that, okay. that part was really good. Jamie, there's a lot of research about red wine. Yeah. Glass of wine a day uh, being good for you. This was sweet white wine. But Jamie, any other goals? We kind of cut you off there. Any other goals for uh, oh. for 2011 for you? 
um, really ramp up um, the number of racing events I'm going to do, training for Trek of the Tower, the Lincoln Half Marathon, and um, of course we have the Corporate Cup in there and more 5 and 10Ks and the Omaha Half Marathon. And so with eating clean, oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Being my running partner, that's a good thing. That is. We're on the same page. Yeah. And um, really getting my family to eat clean as well and making more homemade meals ahead of time. So that way I could come home since I come home late from work, come home and already have it made for the week. Everything prepared. Excellent. Excellent. And I like, Carrie, how you said that... um, you don't like the word diet, and this really isn't like a diet. It's like a way of life. So, it is. yeah, it it's, is. Yeah, it's how life should be, and it's how it was in the past, and it's how it should be in the future. Carrie, speaking, and look at it as an opportunity oh. rather than something that you have to do. Right, it's, it's an investment. It's an opportunity. It's, and it's it's a lot of fun once you get into it, and it really does. It tastes great. I mean, like today, I had a couple pieces of dark chocolate for, for one of my, my fat servings, healthy fats for the day. And you know, that's savoring the food, appreciating the food, preparing it. There's, there's a lot of, of benefit that comes with living this way. I, I think at the end of the day, it may just be a better way uh, all the way around. Once you start doing it, you'll wonder how you ever didn't do it mm-hmm. right? from that perspective. And I know it's like when I do eat like this, I don't have the stomach aches like Carrie's talking about or the headaches. Like you feel good and you mm-hmm. don't feel that horrible, full feeling. Yeah. Yeah, like when you've had a double cheeseburger from Burger King. Yeah, yeah. no no high-fat hangover. That is just my favorite of all yeah. time. I, but it, that's the hardest thing for me. I mean, I, that's my sin is is I just love Burger King. And so it's tough for me. to. And, and we talked about this. Uh, let's see. I think we talked about it last. I, I'm just a fry fanatic. I just love fries. Oh. And so it's just really hard. Those are hard habits for me to break. And I know I crave them at the worst times when my body is craving nutrition. How about homemade fries? You know, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it just takes a little bit, and, and I think we'll wrap it up with this, but it takes a little bit of prior planning to be able to pull something like this off. And it does. You can't just jump yeah. into it and expect it to be the $5 pizza, like you mentioned, from Little Caesars, which is, yeah. a, is really a two-minute job. I mean, you're in, you're right, you swipe the credit card, they drop the 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 crap on the <laughs> on the mm-hmm. table, and trust me, I love Little Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite party pizza ever, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's Saturday night one thirty type pizza, um, <laughs> you know, in the morning type stuff. But which is just the worst time ever. But anyways, you you've got to go at this. You got to have the right things in your in your pantry. You got to have the right things in your freezer. You got to kind of plan it out a little bit. Um, we yeah. do a lot of meal planning here. Sarah plans out our meals two weeks in advance, and then when we go shopping, we purchase those items that we know are coming up. Now we don't always follow that schedule to the letter, but at least there's a plan around it. And and I can't tell you how many times I've been at Walmart um, at grocery shopping, and you mentioned that, so I felt like I could. Um, uh, grocery shopping, and, and I look at people's carts, and it's horrible. Awful. When if you do some planning, even if you use the ads to help you plan, yeah. I only go to Whole Foods once a month because yeah. it, realistically, it's it's a little bit further from my house, um, so it doesn't make sense. And if you use those ads, you can not only find the things that are on sale, but you can plan out exactly what you're going to prepare and I use a lot of, um, you know, I'm cooking a lot of these things sometimes for one. So I make things that I know I can then easily transition into something else. So if I've got ground turkey that I use in the tacos, um, like tonight, if, if I wanted to make some kind of a pasta or tomorrow, if I wanted to make some kind of a pasta or a chili or a soup, I've got the, the ingredients on hand to do that. And so you can really make it something that you're not wasting anything. You're making use of everything. I encourage people to buy whole organic chickens. And yes, it's a little bit more expensive, but you can use all the of the chicken and, and you can even boil down the bones and make your own chicken stock. So it's it's not as expensive. You start to see where you're saving money and where you're really making the most out of your purchases and, and planning yeah. those meals so that you and your family are, are eating well and you know exactly what's coming and you can look forward to it. It does take a commitment to preparation, though. I mean, you really do need to prepare and yes. spend some time cooking some good meals on, yes. you know. So there is a little trade-off. And I, th- I think we think we're so busy oftentimes we can't do that, but we really need to. 
And I have a lot of tips on my site too. I prepare a lot of food in bulk. I'll spend a Sunday night grilling up you know, chicken breasts and, and you there know, you turkey burgers. And I made turkey sausages go. one night. And you, you can do a lot of things to limit how much time you're spending in the kitchen. But you are going to be spending more time in the kitchen. And I, it's come to a point for me now where I really enjoy that part of the process. That's good. That's good. That uh, that certainly helps. Well, guys, we're, we're at the end of this. And certainly we appreciate everybody who's hung on. We've gone a little bit longer than we normally would. But I think there was some really great content, some great material to cover. Um, Carrie, I appreciate you taking the time out tonight. I, it's been a busy, uh, chaotic night for you at your house. You did a great yes. job of handling that uh, <laughs> with the kids swirling around you. Uh, yeah, and that was fantastic. Got some cardio going up and down the stairs about eight times. <laughs> no, it was fun. This is one of the first podcasts I've done where we've done live video. Now we didn't show it on the web, but where we interacted with each other on the video, and it was it makes all the difference in the world when you do that. But I appreciate you taking the time to do that. We're definitely going to have you back on the podcast as as we progress in 2011, and uh, and folks can follow your blog again, Carrie A81. The numbers eight one dot blogspot dot com. And, and Carrie is spelled C A R R I E. Okay. There's lots of ways to spell yeah. Carrie. C A R R I E 81 dot blogspot.com. And we're going to, we'll throw a link out on our site as well so folks can have um, have a link to that. And we're theaverageguy.tv. Well, Carrie, appreciate it. Uh, Jamie, I know you had to jump through some hoops to do this tonight. We're kind of off schedule. Typically, we record Mondays at uh, like 4 30. And here it is Tuesday night at 8. And I know you've got kids that are up and moving around. And we had to get some equipment working. So I appreciate you doing that as well. Oh, no problem. Great, uh, great having you. And I miss having you at work. You can't take another whole week off <laughs> again, I'm or at least work from home. home. Right. You can't work from home anymore. That's just. It's not allowed as a trainer, so uh, we've we've missed you at work. I uh, want to let folks know if they uh, if they do want to uh, make suggestions, have comments, or get a hold of either one of the gals or myself, they can send an email podcast at theaverageguide.tv. And we thank all those that showed up tonight uh, live on UStream. We'll do this from time to time and see how it goes. I think we had seven or eight people throughout the the evening join us. Nobody was brave enough to ask a question, but uh, <laughs> if if you ever hear that we're doing this live, you can follow me, Jay Collison. C-O-L-L-I-S-O-N uh, on Twitter and uh, I tweet these things out as well as Carrie's uh, will have announcements uh, when she's going to be on the podcast so guys thank, for your, thank you for your time tonight and uh, appreciate you both being on the podcast thanks thank you alright and thanks for listening and we'll see you next week <laughs>